Hola, friends. Welcome to the Medicine, Marriage, and Money podcast, the only podcast for physicians who want to achieve marital interdependence and financial freedom together. In this podcast, you will learn how to show up as the best version of yourself so that you can love intentionally and build a more financially savvy relationship with your spouse. And I am your host, a physician mom, a doctor's wife, a Gottman leader, and certified life and marriage coach, Dr. Kate Mangona. Welcome, bienvenidos. Hello, sweet friends. It is so nice to be back. I just got back from the most amazing coaching retreat in Bora Bora with Empowering Women Physicians. I learned so many lessons I cannot wait to share with you guys, especially since this month is Relationship Month. This is Valentine's Day. It's coming up. And so I would just like to reflect on a few of the very, very powerful messages I took away from just the first day, only the first day, because there is so much to share. And then I'd also like to discuss a super important concept that came up in, in a Facebook group today where a physician just wanted to vent and she was referring to her spouse and and their analytical brain, their engineer brain, and they were both actually at a conference together, a mindset conference, and he could not get into it. Um, the spouse could just was was thinking it was woo woo, and here the spouse who brought them, the physician who was making this post, was just feeling very frustrated. Like she wanted to work on the things, the mindset that the conference was providing them together. She wanted to help that with their relationship and individually and just kept feeling like her spouse was just shut off, not willing to open their mind. And she, well, she wasn't really asking for advice. She got well over 50 comments. And, you know, this is what I had to say to her, is when we come from a place where we think we know best, right? Like we're in this mindset, personal growth, coaching space, we think that we know best. We think we know exactly what it is our spouse needs, especially if we see them in some sort of pain, whether they're angry, whether they're frustrated, whether they're sad, whether they're just super discontent with their job, which which is what's discussed frequently and especially with this physician is he was just not in tune with his job. He was lead, he's a leader of a big company and he just couldn't get out of the funk. And she was like, well, just let's work on it. Let's work on our mindset together. It doesn't have to be this way. You don't need to do this, right? And I actually see this in my own spouse sometimes and, and with me, like when somebody else is trying to coach me out of feeling something that I actually still want to feel, maybe that's frustration or sadness or loneliness or um, just irritation, it's really annoying, right? Sometimes we just need that time and space. We need to know that our spouse is going to allow us to just be, right? And as soon as we start taking over. As soon as like, okay, so go, jumping back into the spouse that thinks we know best. If we, as soon as we think we know best, that's when we become stuck ourselves. 
So then not only do we view our spouse as stuck, we also become stuck because we think our spouse should be somewhere they're not. We think they should be thinking things they're not. We think they should be experiencing things they're not. We think maybe they should be responding differently to their boss or their coworkers, right? We, we have this freedom, right, that comes with just owning our own life or owning the framework. And sometimes this gives us freedom from from hurt that might have been caused in the past by things patients may have said or done. Um, and and we, we want this. We want this for other people because we want them to be able to take these, what previously was hurtful words from patients or from spouses and turn those into just neutral. But this is when you get stuck. So this is where the magic comes in. The magic comes in when you can just allow them, right? Our spouse doesn't want us to be the mother healer hen. Our spouse does not want us to be the mother healer hen. They just want us to be their spouse. They want us to be supportive. They want us to be loving. So the question then becomes, do you want that? Can you provide that? Yes, you can. So how will you provide it? If that's what you want, if you want to show up with love, kindness, compassion, then what would that look like? And this is real. This is real. This happens to all of us when we start digging deep into the personal coaching world. And I, now I'm going to kind of move on to some of the insights that I had from the first day at Bora Bora. I just wanted to give you that story to reflect upon, especially since Valentine's Day is coming up. And, you know, maybe you're thinking that your spouse may be the one getting in the way of the romance or what your relationship needs to look like. But I just want you to step back, reframe things just slightly and consider just allowing them to be. So my insights from Bora Bora, day one. Ask for the mic and the mic shall be yours. Look what I'm doing, my friends. I borrowed my husband's mic one day a few years ago and it's mine. I mean, it's still his, but it's mine and you're listening. When you are truly thinking, and that's what Sunny said, when you are truly thinking about what you are grateful for in the moment, it is hard to feel angry, sad, or painful. And this is G um, mentioned this, and she's a very, she's a force in empowering women physicians. She makes a post every day, a gratitude post. And regardless how sad or lonely or depressed you may be feeling, if you can just think about one thing you're grateful for in that moment, it's impossible to also feel sad or angry and depressed in that brief moment. Not saying that depression is not a real thing, because it is. And if you need to be on medication, then you need to be on medication. But gratitude can help if you're just in a brief slump. Cancer patients actually have shown to have better results when they show gratitude. If you want the research article, we're gonna reach out to G for that. If you think you don't belong, cut it out. Cut that SHIT out, delete, because guess what you do? We all do. 
social isolation is as painful as physical pain. Oh, yeah, that can be heavy. See yourself and others with unconditional positive regard. What does that mean, unconditional positive regard? That means that regardless if you can relate to them or not, regardless if you can put yourself in their shoes, if you believe them, if you completely understand them, you're going to still give them that space, give them the benefit of the doubt, okay, that they need. And this comes from a psychologist to give it to you now. Carl Rogers. Okay. So unconditional positive regard by Carl Rogers. It is non-directive client-centered therapy. It's a te technique used in non-directive client-centered therapy. Unconditional positive regard involves showing complete support and acceptance of a person no matter what that person says or does. Right? No matter whether they're expressing good behaviors and emotions or bad ones, and I say that quote unquote, you just accept them for how they are. And this ties in exactly with my story at the beginning, right? And when we get so far deep into personal development, this will set you free if you can also see yourself in unconditional positive regard. And then this one hit me home, and I think I'm gonna end, I'm gonna keep this episode brief today. I'm gonna end by saying, if you believe that your spouse can still give you butterflies and you can still give your spouse butterflies, imagine the possibilities for this Valentine's Day. If you can believe, can you even believe that you can begin to learn how to tap back into those butterflies? Mmm, wouldn't that feel light, playful? Butterflies will happen when you open up to it, when you allow it. Become multi-passionate about the butterflies. It becomes easier to co-regulate your emotions when you are with another human being. So let's think of this in the other way. If your spouse is sitting with you, how can you make it easy for them to co-regulate their emotions? Hmm. Unconditional positive regard, allow, accept, butterflies. And if your spouse is reaching out for help, okay, like if they're, maybe they don't cry, right? Maybe you're the one who cries. Maybe they show it in a different way, anger, okay? When we're not safe to show that, we either fight, we flight, or we freeze, as children, as babies, we're wired to cry when we yearn for attachment. As we become adults, that changes. It, the tears may turn into anger, may turn into yelling, may turn into tantrums. It all depends on how we were raised, how we were socially adjusted. So that might look, might look differently on you than it does on your spouse. Can you recognize it? Yes, you can. Recognize it when they fight, when they flight, when they freeze. It's because they feel unsafe. They feel unsafe. They feel the lack of space in order to be vulnerable. And this, my friends, is where the magic open is when you can just open up 
your mind to what could be possible if it was safe? How could you create that environment where vulnerability was allowed? Again, this might not look like tears. This might look like something you absolutely detest and hate and try to avoid and push away. Well, this relationship month, my friends, this Valentine's Day, this is the work for you. So go, spread love, open up your home, allow, accept your spouse exactly as they are, wherever they are, whether they're fighting, flighting, or freezing. Not that they're hitting you. That is different. (laughs) But if they're fighting back with emotions that you might not be comfortable with, learn how to, and this is another amazing, um, another amazing story that Naran, who is also on our retreat, shared with us. Light your own circle of fire around you. Light it. Light it around you because in order to fight fire, you have to protect yourself first, go for cover. Then when the fire passes, which may be those emotions that are uncomfortable to you, when it passes, you just kind of start planting the trees. That's all. You plant the trees, you allow the fire to come and go. You created your boundary, your circle of fire around you. And now you're back, you're up, you're uncovered, you're planting your trees. So, so much love to you and your spouse. If you are finding the concepts I teach in this podcast useful and want more in-depth, personalized support for your relationship, consider this your invitation to join me in creating the most connected and intimate relationship with your spouse that you could dream of. Go to www.medicinemarriageandmoney.com right now and download my 18-page Medical Marriage Survival Guide and Workbook at no cost to you. It has been known to decrease fighting, rumination, and grudges between your loved ones. If you want to take it a step further, really enhance the joint connection in all of your relationships, including those most intimate and dear to you, sign up for a discovery call by clicking contact us and book a free consultation. Thank you for leaving a five-star review and for telling your friends about the podcast. You have the power to improve someone else's life simply by sharing and reviewing this podcast. Much love to you and your spouse. You are exactly where you need to be in this moment.